This is the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Josh Havens. And I'm Chris Lambert. We're on a journey to learn what it means to live a lifestyle of discipleship. We're glad you're joining us today, and we hope that as you set aside this time for God, that He will help you grow today in the everyday moments of life. Have you ever been afraid to get the thing you want most? Our desires can be a funny thing because on the surface, it seems obvious we want something. Of course we do. But I came across a story recently wherein there were three travelers and they were after this box. You could think of it almost like a genie's lamp. And that this box, once opened, would grant them their heart's deepest desire. And as they went on this journey, They fought through many trials and circumstances, and they finally achieved the thing that they sought, this box. All they had to do was open it, and their heart's desire would be granted. But a funny thing happened. Each of the men stood before the box, too afraid to go through with opening it. And it got me thinking about my own desires. Would I, too, be afraid of opening the box and finding out what might lie under the surface? Because on the one hand, if you asked me, what's my deepest desire in life? What am I living this for? I can quickly rattle off in good Sunday school fashion that my purpose is to live for Christ, to be a good disciple and worship Him and see others saved and worship Him as well. And that's a good thing to desire. But is that what my heart truly desires? Would I be bold enough to open that box to see that desire come true? Or might I feel a pinch of darkness hiding away somewhere deep dark that I'm not even willing to admit to myself? Well, in this chapter, as we talk with Adele, we get to talk a little bit about the rhythms that we create in our lives, the spiritual disciplines, and the desires of our hearts that keep us returning to those spiritual disciplines. Because rhythms play an important role in how we develop as people. And our desires play a role in the rhythms that we end up creating for our lives. And desires, they can be good and they can be bad. But they don't have to be evil, as Adele will show. Sometimes we have perfectly natural desires that can get in the way of genuinely following Christ. Sometimes we have to let them go. But other times, God plants desires in our hearts for a specific reason, so He can use those to grow us into the people He's calling us to be. Do you have a go-to routine that you find yourself uh, returning to over repeatedly with the spiritual disciplines, and, uh, and, and maybe if you would, this might be too personal, but I would just like to know how you incorporate the spiritual disciplines in your own life. So those are great questions. Um, I think there are seasons where disciplines have gone through my life um, based on the season, a season of sorrow, a season of transition, a season of joy that there are, are different disciplines that um, speak to the heart. So I also think there are people who love routine. 
and who are routine people, and they need the stability of routine to um, fuel them, and it's, it's a place of comfort and growth for them. And then there are people that I call arrhythmical people, and the routine just seems to be a deadly thing to them, something that saps life away. And so I, I try to say, well, are you a are you a person who thrives on routine, or are you a person who likes the arrhythmical? You, some people, you know, I need to have my quiet time at six in the morning with my cup of coffee, and if I don't, my whole day is sort of. Mm-hmm. And then there are others who like if I have to do that at six in the morning every morning, that is like ah. So I feel like you need to know what you are, and then develop practices that work with the way God made you. Um, I'm pretty, pretty, I've had seasons of being very rhythmical, like when I had children and I needed a schedule just to even open my Bible, you know, I had that. Um, but by nature, I'd say I'm arrhythmical. And so I, I like right now, I would say I'm praying morning and evening prayer that that I'm trying to do it daily, or what I would say regularly, but daily is, is for me what I'm trying to do. And it's just because I'm wanting that stake in the ground in the morning and in the evening. So that's right now. But that wasn't December, you know. It's January and February. So I'm thinking this will probably be eight weeks. I don't know. It- it feels like a lot of uh at least in my experience anyway it feels like a lot of people tend to think that having a a rhythm or a routine like that is kind of the standard for the christian life and so for them it feels like the good christian life has been defined as you get up in the morning you read your bible for 30 minutes you pray for 30 minutes and then you eat breakfast and then you go about your day and if that doesn't happen you're not being a, a good christian um, what I, how would, <laughs> yeah, how, how would you help somebody move out of that kind of a mindset into a, a mindset that says rhythms can even come in seasons and being an arrhythmical kind of person is still a way that God can connect with you and you can keep company with Jesus. Mm-hmm. How, how would you help somebody move into that kind of a mindset? So I think I would need... You know, we wanted to move. You know, if they're happy with what they have, and that is meeting the deep needs of their soul, then I don't think they need to move. What I would ask is that they understand that other people are created differently and can still um, love God and serve God, even though they their quiet time is it looks different. But I don't think there's any way to force people to change. And Jesus didn't coerce and force. So I feel that's why I use desire. It's an invitation. God gives you an invitation, and you can respond. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I do like that that word desire so much because um, I had several questions prepared to ask on uh, let's say really practical. How do we implement these spiritual disciplines, and when might we do that? But um, in a weird way, 
the word desire and looking at desire, I think, takes a lot of the wind out of those those questions because that's the answer. Mm-hmm. Is I you and if I can speak for you, I imagine you would say you have to return to that desire and look at the stage of life that you're in or what the situation is and put the spiritual discipline in practice so that you can make the appropriate room to keep that company with Jesus. And I think, I mean, you've probably done this, but there are lots of um, gospel stories, I think, that invite us to name our desires and that I will continually go back to the story of Bartimaeus, you know, where... Mm -hmm. Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? And he says, I want to receive my sight. And I think, okay, if Jesus was asking me, Adele, what do you want me to do for you? What's my answer? And that answer helps me look at what practice is. Do you ever dig deeper or do you have questions that you dig deeper under that that surface question, because I know I get caught up with sort of my desires on the surface level, but when I dig deeper, or let me put it this way, I have been afraid to actually look deeper because I'm not sure I want to know the desires of my heart in some in some cases, and and in others I don't even know what I should desire, what my heart is actually longing for. So I think desires can be very scary. And they make you feel very vulnerable, and that there is a, a space between naming a desire and demanding it of God. That is a very uncomfortable space. Here's my desire. And maybe I go my whole life without that desire being met in the way I think. So if I'm put in a space between desire and demand, I believe that's a space of waiting and meeting God. And in that space, I may pray for God to, one, change my desire. Okay, so if this is the wrong desire, then please remove me. Okay. If that doesn't happen, help me to live with this desire in a way that still is creative and sees you as loving. Um. So I, I feel like I I also may have to say, and help me to live with not yet as an answer. So I feel like in that space, I have this conversation with God. I may also have to say for, you know, what is the desire beneath this desire? Is there this desire really about some longing that only God can meet on a soul level? So. I think there's a number of ways that we unpack desire and let the spirit unfold what is what God is inviting us to. Yeah, I like that. And I assume it it sort of works, I, I think, what you're talking about, even for conforming our evil desires or sinful desires into godly ones or, or overriding them. Uh, there's been a good deal of, of research out now about what it takes to, to break a habit. And I know, you know, growing up, it's sort of just the effort model. Oh, you just got to try harder or, or don't do that. You know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps and just work harder. And 
you know, what, what a lot of the, the brain research that has come out and said, like, a lot of these desires and, and habits get inroaded physically into our brains. And so sometimes we have desires that we will just come to God and I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, right? It's, it's the, the Roman 7 model. <laughs> I'm doing the things that I don't want to do and I desperately try not to. Um, and how can I do this? And so I, I love how you, you talk about that. Is, and maybe you can correct it because it would seem like to me at least um, it, it, you have to live with both. I mean, we have to figure out a way to live with both because uh, at least for myself, I haven't <laughs> completely eliminated evil or, or sinful desires. I, I have to live with them. Um, but I hope that continually feeding the desires of, of, of Jesus, feeding the Spirit, not the flesh, that in time, those desires will completely overtake the sinful desires. Well, I, I, I agree. I feel like it's who you look at that shapes who you are, who you hang out with impacts your responses and who your heroes and role models are. You know, it's who am I looking at? And if I'm just comparing myself, so, um, I, one, one other thing, my husband and I took a retreat at the beginning of the year to sort of say goodbye to 2017 and what are the things we need to let go of and where was God in 2017 and what are we looking forward to in 2018? And I thought a couple of the things I need to let go of, one is comparing myself to people who are retired. So I'm going to be 70, you know, and it's like, how come all my friends are retired and I'm still working? Well, one of the reasons I'm still working is I have no grandkids. That's the other reason I compare myself to people. How come I have no grandkids? So I have to let go. Those are two desires, right? Mm-hmm. Having grandkids doesn't look good at this point. And so I could retire, but really, what am I going to do if I retire? <laughs> so it's kind of like, I, I'm not going to, I'm just going to let those go this year. Those aren't going to mm-hmm. be the things I focus on. Yeah. Yeah, and those definitely aren't evil or sinful desires. So um, they just pull me away from joy and from being in the moment. So no matter what your desires are today, I would challenge you to surrender those to God. No matter if your desires are for serving God and you're completely wholehearted in that, that's great. Continue to give that over each and every day. If they're not, if they're for Simple things, wanting to spend more time with your family or or wanting to do a little extra work or whatever it might be, that might not be wrong. I would say surrender that desire to God. Allow a spiritual discipline to take hold in your life based on that desire so that the Lord can use you and grow you through it. Our desires play a great important role in our life and they're filled with potential for growth. And so if we but surrender those to God, we can see amazing things that he can do in our lives. Thanks for listening to the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. If you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening at Daily Growth, go to dailygrowthdiscipleship.com and subscribe for free. Or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Spotify.